0: brothers and sisters, we thank God for what we heard this morning about the suffering of our Lord Jesus Christ and what he did for mankind. Tonight we have gathered again to hear his word. And I just want to divert a wee bit from our normal uh, preachings and teachings that uh, we do here. Um, probably not many people will benefit from what I'm going to say this uh, tonight, but I know there are some here who are my target for this lesson and they will benefit from it. So I know at the end of it all, we are going to achieve what we want to achieve. We can see that for the past 20 years, the world is changing fast in terms of technology and knowledge. If you cast your mind back 20 years past, you can see that the things that people were doing as compared to today, there has been a massive transformation. I remember when we came to this country earlier on, our first mobile phone that we had was uh, a Nokia. And when it rings, they all have just one sound. Everywhere, you you, you hear that sound, you know that person is using a Nokia phone. But today, some of the rig tones are so funny. You can hear that is somebody's phone. And a lot of things. Now you can see technology is growing so fast. And again, another reason why I want us to, you know, hear this lesson is because we all live in this world with this changing, uh, with this transformation going on. And for that matter, if we are in this world with this great transformation. And we have the opportunity we have to seize this opportunity take advantage of it for our own benefit and the benefit of the lost church in the future so what i'm going to talk tonight is about education that's why i said probably some will say oh i'm past the time so this will not but this congregation, we have young folks who are still in education, and um, they are my target tonight. As I said, I'm just diverting from the main stream of you know a normal preaching and do you know this kind of a lesson just to help our young folks who are still in education. Nelson Mandela of South Africa once said education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world education is a powerful tool that you can use to change the world and this is true if we take the the church or the congregation uh, as a community now if we have lot of our members educated we see or we will uh, uh, get some benefits from these members for the good for the church you understand so education does not only change the world but also transform the lost church if members are educated probably you'll ask what is the relationship here for uh, education and the lost church it has a link and by the time probably we finish this lesson you will understand what i'm talking about the church will see growth or spiritual growth and also in numbers if you know, our members uh, are educated. And what I'm saying is a formal education and also informal education. The lesson uh, tonight, as I said, is to encourage our young people here, okay, to take advantage of what is going on in the world today and take the education seriously. to help, you know, change their own lives in future, and also the future of this congregation. I would advise that if possible, and if you have the means, if you have the capacity to study, I would advise that try to study hard, and probably, uh, possibly, if you can, pursue higher education to the university level because it will help you and also help the church in future. A quote from a guy called Michael X, and he says the passport to the future is education for tomorrow belongs to those who prepare for it today. And this sounds like a biblical code that says we reap what we sow. Galatians chapter six, seven. Whatever you plant today, you expect to reap that tomorrow. So some of us are what we are today because of the seed we we saw uh, uh, uh yesterday we see some of our preachers like adam here preaching today it because of the preparation he made when he was young and that has made him a preacher today we see jack standing here preaching to us all the time and encouraging the congregation because of what he planted when he was young. And that has enabled him to continue to educate and edify this congregation. So whatever you plant in your life, you reap that in future. And sometimes people regret in saying that, well, if I knew this is what I was going to be, I should have maybe changed course. And it has become too late when you reach my age because I don't have the brains now to study. So, if you are young, energetic, and you can study, please take the opportunity today and don't mess up with your education and study hard because it will help you and not only you but also the lost church, if you stay faithfully in the church, is going to help the future of this congregation. Knowledge is power. One can only acquire knowledge through learning. It is an asset which when acquired stays forever and no one can get it out of you. Whatever you study, stay with you. Now, if you build a house or you you buy a house, a time will come, maybe you will leave that house for somebody else. If you die, you can't take the house with you. But the knowledge that you have, you can't leave that knowledge for anybody. It is here and you go with that. So it is an access when you have it, nobody can get it from you. You can use it to build yourself and build your future. And also use it to help the church, those who are Christians. So knowledge is power. Solomon once said, An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Proverbs 18:15. He also said, The heart of him. Who has understanding the seek knowledge, but the mouth of the fools feeds on folly. Proverbs 15:14. Knowledge, as I said, is power, is not only useful for our own future, but also our spiritual growth as well. Paul, we know, advised Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 when Timothy was young boy, he said, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Paul advised Timothy to study. So study or education helps to build the church. If you tell me that there's no relationship between education and the church, that means you don't read your book. It is important that if you want to understand the Bible, you have to study something. You have to study something. And we all know what our own brother Paulo is doing in these days. What is studying in the Bible has just for the few years, I know Paulo has changed a lot because of what he said in. Now, when he stand before us and talk, you can see difference in Paolo as compared to maybe three or four years back. Knowledge is power. And when you are quiet, no one can get it out of you. And because of this, I'm using this platform to advise you young guys, not to toil with your education. Indeed, education is a form of discipline. Sometimes it's very hard. Sometimes it's very hard. We've all been in that situation before. And if you don't take care, you abandon your study because sometimes you're trying to chew the thing, but it's not going. And then, what am I studying this for? But then if you look for the goal that is ahead of you, you have to discipline yourself and study hard so that you can reach the goal. So Paul tells Timothy, "Steady to show thyself approved unto God. If we... Read the scriptures, we will know that all those people who were powerful in preaching the gospel or spreading the gospel had some form of education. Can be formal or informal, but they were all educated. Maybe you ask how. Paul that you and I know one of the great evangelist gospel preacher the person who spread the gospel and through him a lot of congregations came out did not only do this just because jesus called him and he did it i know the power that was behind him was the holy spirit but he himself had already prepared when jesus called him as chapter 22 verse 3 says paul studied under the feet of it's a gamelion of so that when God, uh, paul you see paul and his peers he himself said that He acquired a lot of things, more than what his peers even uh, uh, were, uh, you know, having at that time. Because he had studied under somebody. So Paul studied. He was educated, a Jewish scholar. The apostles also acquired a divine knowledge because they have been with Jesus Christ. Sometimes people say that, well, studies is not important as far as, you know, Christianity is concerned because all the apostles, they were not educated, but they were able to do wonders. That is not entirely true. That is not entirely true. Though you will read that Peter was a fisherman. But remember, Jesus took them for three years and trained them, gave them, probably call it informal education but jesus educated them that is why in Acts chapter 4 verse 13 the people there were surprised to see the kind of knowledge that these apostles had they were marveled and they 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 they, 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 they were arguing that are these not just uh, you know people that we live here these people are not educated but why are they able to do this and then they remember that they have worked with jesus they have been trained by our lord three good years we do our degree with three years four years isn't it so three years jesus trained them he gave them some form of education before he sanctioned them to go into the world and preach the gospel so don't tell me the apostle did not get any education they did they did now we read from the bible we saw luke who wrote the book of us and the gospel according to saint luke bible said he was a medical doctor he was educated he was educated colossians chapter 4 verse 14 tells us when Paul was sending greetings, he mentioned that, greet our brother Luke, the physician. He was educated. And also some of these early Christians, we can see that they were gifted with special knowledge and that enabled the growth of the church. Knowledge is power. And you either study or you have to get it by divine intervention. God have to give it to you miraculously. Because if you read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, there were some people in the congregation that were gifted with this kind of knowledge. God gave them to them. So they can stand in front of the congregation and prophesy to them. Because that time... were no bibles so whatever they were telling their congregation is a divine knowledge that the holy spirit has given them so there's no mention of anybody who was just in a blue moon started to do something without having either been trained or have uh, somebody have not taught that person, so education is a key. Now, let me come back to the mainstream, because with that, we have now seen that in the church, even the building of the church, education was a key to help to move the congregation or the, these lost churches forward. Today, our young guys, we have the opportunities to study and whatever level you want to go, you can go. We live in a country where education is free. Now let me tell you where I come from Ghana, we didn't have free education, but this September past, the new government is making education free for all. From kindergarten to secondary school, which is a massive transformation for our country and everybody says, "Wow, because everybody knows that education transforms a country." Now if you look at the third world countries, you see how poverty has been leveled in. <clears throat> we had wars and a lot of you know diseases why because most of the people are not educated so even if they are doing something that will you know cause some diseases to them they don't know you go you see a stream there and this stream this water people drink from it and in the same water you see uh uh what it calls cows and uh, goats, and they are all feeding in it defecating in it, pee in it and people are drinking They don't know the consequences of it. But if they are educated, they will know that, no, this is not right. This is not right. So education transforms a country. The same way education transforms congregations. So it is important that we see this. And if we are lucky to live in a country where education is free, we have to take the advantage of it. All you need to do is to study hard, just discipline yourself and study hard so that you will gain something in future to build yourself and also to support other people (coughs) too. We are blessed. If you are going to school now, you can get bursaries, you can get SARS, that will, you know, help you to pursue your higher education. Don't you pay. But it's not something that you cannot do when, I mean, you have finished your, your college or your university and you've now, you know, gain employment and the government started to take this money, you know, little by bit from you. you will not even feel that you are paying anything. So take advantage of it and study hard now you see the churches of christ in the world today i don't know and i've not been to everywhere but where i come from when the church of christ came to ghana in 1960s okay i became a member of the lost church baptized in january 82 that time the church did not have many educated you know, graduate people in the congregation. And all you see is young, young guys whose level of education is that kind of, you know, low level. So the church was not growing far because even you don't have many teachers to, you know, study the Bible and, you know, teach or something like that. We didn't have many preachers. But today it will surprise you to know that when we went to Ghana last, it was wow to me. The church where uh, I helped the establishments of the church. Now their number is over 500. The way, you know, these guys who we train when at Sunday school, some of them are young guys in Sunday school. Now they are university graduates and they have some um, uh, give employment now. And you can see that all these young, young guys you see in the church today are educated and the church is growing fast because you can get a lot of teachers to, you know, teach and help the congregation. When we went, there was one guy, he was one of my, a the, the, uh, 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 brother I converted. He was in his class. young guy now he is leading the congregation and you know i i i I, when i see or when i saw that i became very very happy that this is one of the guys from our own sunday school now can study a preach why because he studied so hard now got his university degrees and everything that the church wanted him to do he's doing for the church All the church finances they don't need to go and hire any treasurer from anywhere or any accountant there are so many members in that congregation that have steady accounting so the church is taking advantage of them and using them and moving the church forward this is what i'm talking about if we study hard it will benefit this congregation in the future so please let us not you know, toy with education. As I say, it is difficult to convert highly educated people into the church there. But there's a hope for our own young people here. You can study to reach that level so that the church can boast of teachers, lawyers, doctors, engineers, managers, nurses, etc., and then excellent preachers in the future if we study hard and we don't, you know, toil with our study, the church can boast of all these people and that will go to the benefit of the church. The benefit of educated congregation. First, if the individual is educated, the education will change the person's life. The shape his thinking, the way he speaks, the way he's dressed, Sometimes you can just, the look of it, that this guy is not educated, this guy is educated. Just the look of it. So if we have our young guys, you know, taking the advantage of what is going on in the world today and educate themselves, this is going to polish them and also help the congregation. And two, the church will take advantage of them. You know, apart from elders and deacons who have a biblical qualification to select them, if we have people who are, you know, have been in a form of either a formal or informal education, the church can use them as teachers, treasurers, secretaries, okay, to help uh, uh, the, the, the congregation. And as I said, people with accounting background, if probably we are struggling with our finances here, now we see a good job that Graham is doing. There's a time that we have meant meeting. And Graham said, Oh, I want somebody to help me with this finances. And uh, I was kind of sitting there because that is not my background. <laughs> I don't have a clue. And we were struggling at the table because we don't know who will be able to help. But then if we have our young men and women who are coming just now, and they have this kind of, you know, idea, it is easy to fall on anybody to help the church with our finances. So it's important. Remember, I'm not saying if you are not, uh, uh, you didn't have any, Former education or you am know, I'm, I'm not saying this to discourage you. No. Some people will say that if I had known, I would have. You understand? If you reach a level like me and you can you can't go back to study, don't worry at all. There are some people too who were blessed by God, though they did not have the mainstream education, but it can do wonders if it's there but they are not many. And if we have to get, you know, educated uh, congregation, then we have to encourage our young men and women to take advantage of what we have, the resources the country have and study. You don't need to pay. My time when I was going to school in my country, I have to pay so many people have to drop out from school because their parent cannot, afford even secondary yeah. education. Yeah. Yeah. Your parents. And that is why the new government said, no, this shouldn't go on. Now we are going to educate everyone. You understand? But we don't have to struggle to get money even to see us through a, a, a university. You just sit in your room, take your computer and add for SAS. You get it you get it, isn't it? You will get it. So, you don't need to struggle to get money to study. You can get it. So, you educate yourself, help you build your future. It can help the church. And also, the third part is to also help the country or help your society. chapter 4, verse 6. God said, lack of knowledge, my people, Perish. because you have rejected knowledge i have rejected you from being a priest to me and what is true there are so many countries today who are still struggling because they don't have many people educated in the country to move the country forward so if we study today we are not only you know brighten our own future also helping the congregation and helping our country as well and helping our country as well so that the country does not need to move to other countries to bring i remember when we came here as nurses uk was struggling with nurses so they have to go to africa uh uh you know, Asia, to recruit people. And that is why I took the advantage to come because they were in dire need of nurses. Now, if our own people have studied and many of them in in this, you know, uh, 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 what they call health sector, I don't think the country will, you know, go to other, uh, uh, you know, countries to bring, to recruit people. The same way if the church we have our own people who, who have reached that level we don't need to go and hire somebody to uh, say that oh we are building a new uh, church building in what do you call it I, I can't say don't worry <laughs> and so uh, we have the site plan can you No. if we have people that uh, they can look at it and then give Adam you know some kind of idea understand so it's important but there are some things that hinder education young people's education now there are too many social activities today that prevent our young ones to study the too many activities i have said it in my time when i was doing this if there were a lot of things that we see today probably most of us would not even have reached or gone to uh, uh, even finish uh, secondary education, let alone going to college or going to university. There are too many. You sit down and your boy or your girl is steady and then the mobile phone, just on his bed or bed, steady little beep, beep. and then look at it then it tests and put it down so you know your boy is steady he's testing somebody i've seen it myself so i can say it you go down your boy is using their computer steady they are chatting with somebody on that computer too much going on around her, so it doesn't help her to steady too many activities. Internet and social media influences have put so many off. They can't go high. And bad companies, peer pressure, can also put so many off. And early relationships, that is, you know, the 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 the, the I mean the root of so many people, you know, abandoning the education. Too young, age 13, 14, 15, he's in a relationship. So there's no concentration for his education. Instead of studying, he has a date and has no time for that. And this is preventing many people not to go forward. Young guys, this is a panacea too. what he can do. To go forward, take it serious because look, relationship, it is there for you all the time. Don't rush in it and abandon what you can get in the future. Your future is important. Where I work, I work here, my other work, you see young, young girls coming to do care work, and some of them very young. 17 18 and they have children you understand now because they have children early they abandoned the education and now they are in that low class struggling it shouldn't come this way if you have the advantage you choose to study, and a time will come, all this kind of relationship will be thrown to you, and you wouldn't know even which one to select. So, this is not helping our education. And also, uh, chasing money in early life. Instead of going to school, They are chasing money. Now, this problem, I must say, you wouldn't have it much in this country, but where I come from? Because of the poverty. Young guys, somebody at age 11 and 12 years, he has to go and maybe sell something like tomato before getting some money to support himself. What can this person do? So he has to drop out from school. And sometimes the money becomes you know, entice them. to so, oh, why should I waste my time going through this? Whereas even I can get some penis. And then they abandon the education and start chasing best things. So it doesn't help. So there are so many things that hinder our education, but I will encourage our young men and women here that see the light ahead and try to pursue this education and if you have them, all of these things will come to you in the future. What can we as a church do? All we can do is to encourage the young ones to take advantage of what is we have today and study hard. It will benefit this congregation in the future. Parents, try to encourage your young ones who are studying and monitor them you have sometimes you have to police them and see what they are doing. They tell you I'm studying. they are not. They are doing something. I know it's hard for them. We are all been there before. Educate, you know, study sometimes uh, when I, I was young and especially exams time, we didn't have many libraries and all these computers that you have today. So sometimes, You go to school you take a book one book about five people are also depending on that book so hurry up so you have to quickly look at it and but today you don't even need to go to library you can take your phone every research that you want to do you can do it so the land is fertile for you to sow your seed so that you can reap you are saying today and take advantage of it. So the church we have to encourage our young people, parents encourage your own children to take advantage of what we have today and study hard and it will benefit all of us in the future. Studies is important and knowledge. as Nelson Mandela said, education is the power or weapon that can change tomorrow god bless you